Yo, what's up? It's Miles, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. All right, Miles, what's up, dude? I am super, super, super excited about you and your music. I just recently got introduced to you, and I'm like, I'm a pop punk kid at heart. So what you're creating is like speaks to my heart and soul. Um, and this debut EP is such a masterpiece. So congratulations with that, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm fantastic, man. I mean, as you said, I just got off the tail end of releasing this EP. So and it's what it's been out for like a week and a half. <laughs> so uh, it's life is good. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and I love every single track on this. Uh, Never Have I Ever EP. For those that haven't listened to it or haven't checked you out yet, definitely please go do so. Head over to the Spotify. But um, yeah, these five tracks are all incredible. Uh, I love the collaborations that you have in there, especially Lolo. Lolo is an artist that I've been following and interviewed like early on in her career. Um, and like she is starting to get the attention that she deserves. And like the fact that you guys collaborated together and created such an incredible song like Internet, I like my jaw just dropped and it's still down there. She killed it, man. And like, honestly, it's so fitting because, you know, the song is called The Internet. It's about, you know, how all of these relationships now in my generation form a lot online. And she, you know, we put this open verse up on TikTok. She smashed it. And we were like, yo, let's just like make this a part of the song. And it just came together so effortlessly. So, yeah, that was really cool. So was this was this how this relationship started between the two of you? Was it mainly on TikTok or did you know of each other prior to that? Not prior to the open verse. No, I mean, I literally because and that's the beauty of TikTok, too, and social media right now is that just like the collaborations that can happen just out of the blue that you never would have, you know, even explored beforehand. They just come so naturally. And, you know, like I said, she killed her verse and just added, I think, what the song needed. Um, you know, it was kind of it was like an 80 and she just took it, you know, past the finish line. So that was just so awesome. That's incredible. What was your creative process with this EP? Like, was there a particular song that kickstarted the writing process for the EP? Or was this one of those situations where you were just writing music and all of a sudden you realized you had an EP? So this EP dates back to mid 2020. Um, I just come off of releasing my uh, country trap song on TikTok called What in Tarnation. And then uh, I got introduced to some really dope producers from that who also had like this Western kind of, you know, badass in the dirt and dust uh, instrumental. And we ended up writing Desperados over that. So to kind of transition more into, you know, the actual type of music I wanted to be making, because I really didn't want to get stuck in making country trap music. Um, and so through that relationship, we actually made a song called When You're Sober. Uh, myself and Danny Mayich, a great homie of mine, incredible producer, musician, just dope ass dude. And so we made When You're Sober and that was mid 2020. And that was the first song that I was like, yo, I, I found the sound. I found it like this is the shit that I want to make. And, you know, so after we had that song, I probably brought it in to every single studio session I was in after that. And I was like, this is the pocket. Let's keep making these for a while because I love this. Like, you know, I wanted to make in your face shit. I wanted to make shit with energy, shit that you can sing along to. And I want to make anthems, you know, at the end of the day. And so we just we kept doing that. And I, you know, then signed my deal with Electra, which was awesome. And 
Then I started speed dating and just being in sessions every single day with new people explaining like, you know, and I think that was a really great exercise too in, you know, trying to convey what I wanted to get across to other people. And, uh, you know, we just kept doing that and making these songs, making these songs. And then fast forward to a year later and we're like, I think we have an EP here. (laughs) On top of that, you got to work with people like uh, Nick Bailey and Ryan Ogren, who are a pretty big deal in this scene. Um, And that collaboration process, like, first of all, what was it about them that drew your attention? And secondly, like, what was that vibe like when you guys were collaborating or co-writing in the studio? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, so I like, I never knew about these people until I got in the room because, you know, it was just so rapid fire. Like I just looked at my calendar for the day and then I would go to said place at said address at said time and, you know, do the thing. And so uh, Nick Bailey was actually really cool because it was my only one of my only zoom sessions i managed to like not do a lot of zoom sessions because i definitely was not super keen on them yeah Um, sorry we had to switch this to zoom by the way (laughs) (laughs) it's all good brother it's all good um but yeah man like making music to me is such an in-person thing and like you know it just it feels kind of dissected over you know okay send me the beat then i'll record over here with you on mute and then like you know it's so but it was it was my zoom session and man it was actually cool like it made me not hate zoom sessions we we just started and he had this guitar thing and i was like hold on that's dope and so he sent it over to me you know i laid some melodies down i like to work first thing that comes to my mind i do not like start humming melodies or anything until i'm recording on the mic Um, just because I think your first instinct when you hear something for the first time is the closest thing that you're going to get to the song. So, you know, we just recorded shit back and forth. We were sending shit with quick, 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 quick. I'm pretty sure we had the hook like within a half an hour and the rest was just like, the rest was so easy. And I, I wasn't loving my second verse. And so that's why we did the open verse challenge it on tiktok rest is history and then with uh ryan that incredible producer we walked in and we were like you know what let's let's make a pop song let's make a let's make a pop song let's make it fun but let's make it empowering too and we just kind of took that and ran with it and that's how we got miss independent yeah and i love that miss independent is the opener for this record it really invites you to just like be you go all out like if you want to bop go bop if you want to dance go dance if you want to mosh go mosh like i feel like that was like the perfect opener for this ep um so as you were already recording all these tracks and like ready to pretty much package this ep what was it about miss independent that uh made you want to say like all right this is track one i wanted to open with something fun honestly at the end of the day i just really wanted to open with something that you know, that I really liked. And that was, you know, that kind of, that kind of gave a message first and it was like, go do your thing. And that was, you know, that's really the, the whole point of that song. It says, no matter what you're doing, you know, go do it. And if you're not supporting those people who are going and doing their thing, what are you doing? And so I kind of wanted to open with that and then get into, you know, the rest of the EP. 
And then you get the like the stamp of approval from Travis Barker for <laughs> for the title track of all songs for the title track. So coming into this session, were you guys in the studio together when he was recording his drums? And like, did you have any input on this or or it was one of those like it's Travis Barker. He knows what he's doing. Just let him be. The latter. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was dope, man, just because, you know, we were sitting in the room uh, with my A&R, my managers, and we were listening to all the tracks on the EP all the way through. And, you know, never have I ever came on. And we were like, this sounds I mean, this is a huge song. This is this sounds incredible, but it's missing something. It's missing that feeling. And we're like, it needs live instruments. Like th if there's any song on this EP that needs live instrumentation, it's never have I ever. And so Johnny Minardi, shout out Johnny Minardi. Ooh, the goat, I love Johnny. Such, the such goat, a goat. The oh goat. God. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, who do, who do we get on this? Like, we can think, we can think. It's like Travis Barker. And we were all like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, let me call a friend real quick. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it, that would be dope. Yeah, if that happened. And then, like, literally three weeks later, he was like, yo, okay, so we got Travis. Um, we're going to start this rolling right now. I was like, cool. It was, like, it was surreal to me, man. Because, you know, like, I just heard of Travis Barker as this, you know, this imaginary figure. And, like, to have him really get on this song with me and, like, you know, in kind of that lane. And this was a lane that like really, you know, it wasn't like pop punk is not really my lane, you know, but like I really just wanted to kind of dive into all types of different pockets on this EP and to have the one that I tried in pop punk Travis Barker to hop on was just so incredible. Well, you fooled me, man, because I would have thought you grew up with pop punk and you were like <laughs> royalty at this point. Like this, <laughs> this was amazing. Man, I, I got I have my rock from Garage Band or not Garage Band. I'm sorry. Guitar Hero and, and MX verse ATV. Like that's where I was getting my rock music from. My dad, my dad listened to everything. Like I'm talking everything under the sun. I got in the car one time and he had polka music playing and he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Try, try to catch this. Try to catch this this wave real quick. Um, but nah, man, he worked at a, he worked at a radio station. He worked at KC 95, which was the rock radio station in St. Louis, Missouri. And so, uh, so I definitely got some rock from him as well, but yeah, man, I just, I love, I love the grittiness of rock, you know, and just like really trying to incorporate that into my sound, I think has been a, a really fun challenge. Well, I love the fact that like, even though you are new at this like scene and genre, like you know how to execute your vocals and you know how to execute your pockets uh, for this kind of genre. How did you learn to do that? Uh, was that something that you, I mean, these producers kind of helped you along the way, or is that something that you kind of already knew how to do because of your experience kind of bending through different genres? Yeah, I think this was really like, I've been doing this for a really long time and I really got my start on TikTok, especially just doing every single genre. Like I would remix songs that nobody would think to request because it would be funny, you know, because we I do like Instagram lives or TikTok lives or whatever. I'd be like, I'm freestyling today. And everybody would like, you know, throw out type beats and it's all rap and it's the baby. And it's like, it's all shit. It's Lil Wayne. It's all shit like that. And I'm like, 
y'all can really request anything. Like we can do some Beethoven if you really trying to get weird. Like we don't have to keep it on rap. So I think it's just like I've been in every pocket. And originally, I didn't even want to pick a genre. I was like, you know, when I do music, I'm going to be genreless. I don't want to have to pick a lane. And, you know, I kind of grew out of that and realized that, okay, I got to pick somewhat of a lane. But the lane that I picked is so nice because it allows for so much freedom and it allows, you know, to grab parts of rock, parts of pop punk, parts, a little part of R&B here, pop, hip hop, just and just throw it all in the mixing pot and just run it. Man, you I mean, I, I need to jump on that live stream so I could request polka because I want to hear that now. <laughs> Yo, side note, they got a crazy polka beat on TikTok going off right now. It's I might I might have to run that just for the for the one time for yeah, the pops. Definitely do. That should be that should be like a next like a single, like an off. Uh, what do you call it? Like a one off? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the SoundCloud drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out soundcloud for real though man that's Damn, how it all that's, started <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's crazy like i i i'm really like i'm shocked that you knew with this like I, i'm sorry i keep saying that but it's like i am like you i i felt like i was listening to an artist that has been doing this for decades like has been through the entire warp tour scene has been you know and that like I see that smile on your face and that's like i'm sure that feels amazing because there's so many people trying to do this genre and they're like ruining it but you are part of the genre and like i respect that so much yo that honestly that's the highest compliment i can receive <laughs> bro i really appreciate that it's just it's having fun with it man and not like you know not taking it too seriously and not being like well you know i'm not really part of this scene and i don't want to be like a poser and like say like i'm trying to make like honestly bro i'm just making music and and however it comes out at the end of the day, like, and if I'm happy with it, like I'm gonna release it, <laughs> you know? So it's just not really, it's just not really taking yourself too seriously and just having fun with it. Yeah, you're letting you're letting the music just speak. And that's I feel like that's how more people should be doing it. So I think it's the best way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I, it's it's speaking through me, man. I wrote the or I read the uh the artist way. Uh, that shit, or the war of art. Yeah. War of Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Talking yep. about the muse, talking about how it's coming through you and you just a vessel. Yep. I, I yep. feel that, man, especially like chills, when you're in man, that. Like goosebumps. Come Ooh. on, man. Like, especially <laughs> when you get in that flow state and like this shit is just coming out. You don't even know what's going on. That's that's making music right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, man, I feel on so many of these songs, that's what happened. Like we yeah. really just got into the pocket and made some really cool shit. Well, I love that. And the, the fact that you also said like, you don't like to hum in advance. Like you want to just be there and like experience the moment during the process. I've done interviews for years and interviewed so many different artists, but this is the first time anyone has ever said that. Usually. Really? Are, yeah. People are usually like hummers or scatters. Like I've never heard anyone, unless you're a rapper and you freestyle, that's a different thing. But like, I've never heard anyone say it the way that you did, where it's like, I just want it to feel authentic when I first do it. Like, that's that's dope. Yeah, it's funny because like sometimes I'll just like leave the room. Like if we find like this, like this good little element sample that we like or, you know, they played some things on the guitar, on the keys. And we're like, yo, that's the chord progression. I'll leave the room until they're ready for me to like lay things down on it. 
And then I like won't hear it again until I get in the booth and r- record. Because I just think it's so cool to first impression that thing. And funny enough, you say rapper freestyle. That's how I started. I probably started freestyling when I was like 13, 14 years old, like on some my name is Miles and I like to rap type shit. (laughs) And it was like really, really bad, like horrible. Um, Like couldn't figure out a second line bad. But, you know, I just I loved it. It was fun. And it was like, Ooh, this is such a fun thing to do. And it's creative. It's an outlet. I love it. And I started doing it all the time, like all the time. And then come high school, I started smoking weed and me and my homies would literally freestyle for probably three hours a day. Like we would drive around in my car with the Bluetooth speaker because my speakers in the car were broken. We put on instrumentals and we would freestyle for hours. And then every time I would go on spring break to anywhere, I would freestyle for people. And I'd be like, yo, if you like this, check out my SoundCloud. (laughs) I was that guy shamelessly, absolutely shamelessly, bro. Word of mouth was word of mouth was popping for me. I loved it. And it was dope because I do it, you know, in these places where people would gather and then scatter back to wherever they came from and take it with them. And so like, I was really, I was on the ground, bro. I was feet on the ground in <laughs> shopping that shit around to everyone. And it was, uh, you know, it, it did, it did some cool shit for me, you know, when I was in high school. So that was, that was awesome. That's dope. I miss that DIY like type of feel, especially when like selling shows and, and like going to promote and physically selling your tickets. Now it's like, here's the link. <laughs> like there's no, there's no real involvement between you and, and the fans, unless you obviously go on a live stream like you do um, or like something in, on social media. But yeah, like I, I miss that way of kind of promoting or like hearing about artists or like going to a show to watch one artist, but there's always that artist outside promoting. And then now you're a fan of that artist. And I don't know, man, that those for are sure, good man, I just, I'm, I'm really excited to uh you know speaking of shows and other artists i'm going on tour in october with peachtree rascals which i am just so psyched about this is my first tour um you know i've been dreaming about going on tour my whole entire life uh this is gonna be this is gonna be a moment for me i'm very very excited i thrive on in-person interactions and you cannot get the true energy of me through a screen. It just doesn't work the same way. So, you know, I've had a couple shows. I have a show next fr- uh, next Thursday, actually. Uh, Sheesh is throwing a show out here in LA, El Cid. I'm super excited about that nice. one as well. Uh, but I, man, shows is my shit. I love performing. And just like, it's just being in a room with people and being able yeah. to see faces and like see how people are reacting to the songs and like just in real time, like sometimes over the internet and especially with where I like really, really got my start. Um, you know, it all feels imaginary to some extent, you know, it, it's, it's all over the interweb and through the, the wire wires and things. And so it's like, you know, just to get back in person and in face, I'm just, I'm very, very excited for this upcoming, you know, few months. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to those live shows because I want to experience this album or this EP live. So 
Definitely looking to. forward to it. You must. <laughs> next, next time you and I get together, it will be in person. So come I on. I promise you on that. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, Miles, congratulations with this debut piece. Such a masterpiece. Never have I ever. You guys be sure to listen to it. Check it out on Spotify. Catch them on tour, uh, kicking off in October. And uh, Miles, thank you so much for hanging out. I'll catch you next time. Rob, thank you so much for having me, brother. I appreciate you. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.